On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we're going to be eating some deep fried cauliflower, and I don't know the rest. And uh, it's crazy at Halloween oh, this year. crazy Halloween. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the product of parents who lovingly locked me in the attic and fed me fish heads, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. That sounds like a horror movie. Well, some might say that. Some might just call it childhood. Yeah? Yeah. Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Including College Park, where we are tonight, my neighborhood. And we're hanging out at the local. Yeah, we have been here before, but we got invited back. Because they have a, a, a new podcasting area. Yeah, we'll have Pascal on later. He's the owner. He's going to tell us all about his cool podcast setup. People can use it for free. Yeah, anybody. Come yeah. on over and uh, record your own podcast. They kind of You're not going to be better than our podcast. No. <laughs> but it'll be good. It'll be all right. Yeah, you know, for a little bit. We're near edging up on 200 episodes. 200. That's like three years, right? Three years. <laughs> Two years. Is that what it is? Two years. I don't. I don't know. Math. That's a lot of years. We don't teach math in Canada. That's how That's they keep true. us no, alive. Four years. Four years. I'm sorry. Socialist countries don't do math. Oh man, we've been doing this a long time. Yeah. What's your week been like? Uh, crazy, crazy. I went to your birthday party, which was crazy. It was crazy. Toga party. You can, I'll let you talk about that. Uh, I turned 38, and yeah. I wanted to have a socially distant birthday party, so we went to. Lockhaven Park because they have a big volcano there that erupts every 20 minutes, allegedly. Oh, I didn't see it. You didn't see it no. the whole time? Yeah, that's funny. It kind of took a break in the middle of the day. Yeah, well, you know, typical. You <laughs> take a little break after working a few hours. <laughs> had a little nap. It lasted longer <laughs> than expected. Siesta. A volcano siesta. Uh, and we were all in togas in honor of Pompeii. Yeah, I thought it was a yoga party and I showed up in tight <laughs> yoga pants. <laughs> Uh, and nobody was disappointed. It was all good. Uh-huh. We were all very it was happy fun. I had a good time. Yeah, no, it was good. Good excuse to, to drink outside. I told Scotty I would have been just as happy if it was just us and Togas out in the park. And it was and just nobody, I think you would have been a little upset if nobody showed up to your birthday party. No, I wanted to do it anyway. And then, so I was like, let's just open this up to the public and see if anyone stops Which is by. great. And they brought booze and, you know substances and cake <laughs> and it was fun good we hung out what'd you do after i didn't see you after uh i napped this was halloween night yeah i didn't go out no no it was crazy well let's talk about that yeah well before i want to tell you what i did this week. okay i went to the orange county sheriff's office evidence warehouse Ooh, crazy full of coke uh actually yes yeah <laughs> yeah they have a room that's full of drugs because they keep it in the vault for evidence forever uh, until maybe the trial, or and they then they incinerate it. Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't sell it to like no, buy no, new no, no, dogs no, no. and stuff. No, no, no. no. It's, it's so I did a. I, I'm on another podcast, Brendan. I cheat on you every now and then. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. I have one for the sheriff's office. If you get a chance, go listen to that one. They have five hundred thousand pieces of evidence in there. Wow. It's crazy. Bikes and televisions and shovels and doors and. So with things that could be used again, can they sell that after the trial's over? Yes and no. So bikes, uh, bikes they uh, charities get them. They don't sell okay. anything. I should say nothing gets sold. But uh, uh, if it's your property, and let's yeah. say you're found not guilty, you can get your property back. You have to fill out a form. Yeah, all that. But a lot of times, uh, evidence is destroyed. 
So it could be a brand new television, but it's destroyed. Or, or we might use it as well. Sometimes the sheriff's office will try to reuse these. So they things. do. They don't do auctions. They just give no, everything away. Uh, according to the evidence manager, it's it's almost more hassle than it's worth. How do we get the stuff? That's how what do, I want to know. How, how do I get the stuff from there? How do you get it? How do you get it? Yeah, you can't. Why? Because it's what it's if a, I was in a nonprofit or something? Couldn't you, I if get, it's a bike, oh, if it's like a bike, yeah, yeah. If you're a nonprofit, you can apply and get bikes, and then okay. you can sell the bikes. Yeah, that's kind of their main sort of thing. They 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 will donate. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, I'm gonna check find that out. episode. I'll find out. out. We're gonna submit a letter and we'll see what's okay. Up. Okay. Uh, what Speaking else? of Halloween, uh huh. You want to talk about Halloween? Well, because the city opened up, they allowed for open containers. We we briefly mentioned this last week. We were we were at the Wellborn last week, and yeah. and I think we ran out of time, and we talked a little bit about how they are going to open up the downtown streets where you could have a drink. Uh, in your hand, yeah, like which is could, what I've been advocating for years. You could buy drinks outside, but if you bought a drink inside, you could go outside. Like a lot of cities in the United States. Not get arrested for having an open beer uh-huh. uh, because you're an adult with a drink. Yes. They just trust you. But and the idea was that you could social distance. But At least, well, the idea was you'd be outside, I and think. And the mayor had to make an announcement since uh-huh. then saying, just didn't work out the didn't way you thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Because it was packed. I, I, I commend them for at least trying something, but but to be surprised that people in their 20s would be outside close together drinking, I mean, I, I, I wasn't going to be surprised Just about that. completely. From photos that we saw, we shared one earlier. It's gone now because it was in our stories. But like elbow to elbow, you know? Not as many masks. Beautiful. It was beautiful outside on Halloween night. It, it really was. It, it was, was no it was rain. A perfect day. Cool weather. Yeah. I mean, everybody's been cooped up. I mean, I'm not condoning it, but like, sounds I, I'm like not you are, surpri- John. I, no, sounds like you're saying they should I'm be not, allowed. But to. I'm not surprised that people in their 20s go out and drink in costumes and then get close to each other. Yeah, they didn't have the enforcement in place. Like they were supposed to. Ambassadors were supposed to be there handing out masks and. But again. The, this is all. Everybody expects the businesses to police them I'm when not, they're in I there. Mean, if I'm a bar, I'm not going to tell people what to do. No, if you're buying drinks. I'm happy. No, they're just going to let you saddle up and buy a drink, especially because it's been so dryly. Yes, people aren't aren't busy I, buying. I guess my biggest problem with all of it is that I hope they don't look at that and say, "Well, we're never going to do that again because of this is what happened on and Halloween." I think that's what's going to happen. But like, that's and I not think that's fair. what's going to happen. I know it's not fair, six John. months from now, or a year from if, now, and if, hopefully we have a coro- uh, coronavirus vaccine if it had gone well they i guarantee they would have they would have like people hadn't gone crazy and not respected each other's distance but there's there's just not enough room for that you would have to if you were going to be six to ten feet apart from everybody you would stretch from on a colonial all the way to city hall on a normal day I think it would work, but on a Halloween, like if they had done it for like the days leading up to Halloween, so it yeah. wasn't an immediate demand. But do you th- go ahead? I just think it would have gone better. But now they were watching. Do you think they and were going to remember a- that it didn't go well because it was crazy, and then and the news crews were out the next day filming all that trash oh, in the yeah. street with leaf blowers. But but do you also think, Brendan, that they were sort of in like a lose lose situation? Like if we don't do this, everybody's just going to be packed in bars. And now I got to sit in a bar and maybe get coronavirus. We might know. as well put them out on the street, even if it looks bad. I'm so I'm still a little chafed with their response with the parklets. You know, like I expected that <laughs> to be a little bit more thought out. They just spent some money. I guess all the restaurants in Thornton Park complained, 
and had them replaced because they didn't like the way that they looked before because it was like planters and pylons and uh-huh. you know, traffic cones or whatever. And now they're like fancy little planters. They look really yeah. pretty. Uh, but again, not many people are using them. And I I guess we just can't force them on people. No. I, I thought parklets would be the answer for downtown Orlando. And the ones in Thornton Park just aren't being used as often. And, and going back to the Halloween thing, I mean, we talked about this last week. That Parliament House was closed. And did you see photos from there? Were they packed in there? Uh, no, I did see some. It wasn't too packed. Uh, it was just a little sad. Also, bigger space. It and is. A little bit of a niche market. Probably so less crazy. people than downtown Orlando on Halloween. Yeah. And that's multiple. I don't know how many bars are downtown. Over 100? No, maybe. 100? I don't know. We don't should know. count. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully this won't be an issue next year because we'll have uh, our vaccines. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. We also had a, our first Taffy's Bungalow or Bingo over at Persimmon Hollow. and it You was, should say what Taffy's is for people that Ta- don't know. I, I was getting to it. Oh. Taffy portrayed by Doug Bowser from the Phillips File days. He does this character, Taffy, who's a retired prostitute. <laughs> the worst... Not worse, but not he, Doug is a not a handsome woman. No, no. a good looking man. Yeah, just not a not, not a, a not so a funny. attractive woman. But just like says things that oh, just had everybody rolling. And we're doing that every Tuesday over at Persimmon Hollow. It's totally free to play. You can win lots of prizes. You know, people walked away with fifty dollar gift cards to Persimmon. Nice. I like 20. it when bars step up on their prizes. They really stepped up. Good. Multiple twenty dollar gift cards. We had twenty dollar gift cards from Jimmy Hula's, uh, and we were giving out keychains. Our bungalow buddy keyholder cool. keychains. Yeah, so you could get all those discounts. So you can go next week as well, Tuesday, yeah, seven p.m. every Tuesday this month. If it goes well, then Doug will get an ongoing residency from them. Great. Yeah, and it'll be every Tuesday cool, going cool. forward. Um, what else? Oh, I was just at the Palachik Museum today. Yeah, doing some sculpturing. I, I wish. Yeah, the live posing. models. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> posing every day. Posing, you can't stop me posing. Look, Patrick Posey. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, Robert Reedy Revival is their latest exhibition. It's work by a UCF art professor who grew up in Mississippi. It's just a really cool exhibition of. Massive ceramic teapots. Oh, wow. That you would never, like, just crazy looking Mad Hatter tea party teapots. Can you use the teapots? Or they just. I asked that, and yeah. they had to, they were like, I don't know, let's go ask <laughs> if you can. Uh, and then they have, like, mixed media sculptures. I did a little video. You can see it over on our Instagram. How big are we talking? Like, six feet tall? No. no. Like, three feet. Oh, some big, of them. Though. Yeah, big. Okay. Like, you need a lot two of hands. tea. It's a lot of tea. You can't, you wouldn't be able to fill it up. And some of the handles are so delicate, you'd probably ah. pick it up from the base. But we're, super cool. As you said, we were at the local. They're playing one of my favorite songs right What's now. What's the song? Uh, it is A Town Called Malice by The Jam. Oh, from Billy Elliot. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess. When he dances in the street. <laughs> I like this song, too. Uh, and Misty Heath, our sales exec, was just over at Kabuki. Exec, that makes it sound really fancy. Well, like you know. she has a suite, so like a like a, like a her own <laughs> office sure, at her house, <laughs> <laughs> working remote, overlooks downtown Orlando in her odd suite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Missy went to the Kabuki sushi place that was just expanded. Oh, I've been there, not the new one. I've been in the one in Sand Lake. They doubled the footprint. It's oh, like three thousand wow. square feet. They got good food there. Beautiful. Henry. Henry's the owner, right? Yeah, Henry. Uh, I don't remember his last name. 
drive oh, some man. fancy cars that henry i've been in yeah, one of his does. cars oh yeah yeah short shorts what were you wearing uh probably short shorts yeah. <laughs> he uh he he was recognized like 30 under 30 by james Beard oh yeah Award. yeah they got good they got good food there yeah like rising star last yes. year yes so he there's a beautiful new bar porcelain top there have late night menus so pretty cool go check them out she also did a little video over on our instagram too if you want to get a little look see before you head over and then uh we got a tropical storm headed our way. Really? Yeah. E- it's Ada. Ada. Yeah. Which is, I keep thinking ETA. Yeah. Like when's it coming? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it's the ETA on Ada. Uh, it's gonna hit us this weekend. So us? We'll, yeah. It's it's supposed to go all the way up the spine of Florida. I've kind of like not even paid attention to hurricanes this year because they really haven't come through Central Florida. We've been pretty lucky this year. We have knock on wood. You just jinxed us. I'm sorry. So thanks a I'm lot. I'm sorry. It's the 12th hurricane and the 28th named storm of the year. Really? Yeah. So it's is it's that a real tied. name? Is that a Ada? Well, because we've gotten into the the Romans. Oh, we're back. Yeah, we're, Beta, we're, we're Alpha, circling back. Yeah. <laughs> Once you run out of name names, wow, they get into that Omega. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. I'm here to teach you things. You know. So wait, should I be stocking up? I no, it's just we're going to be telling you about events and things that sound really fun this weekend. So keep in mind that there could be a tropical storm. It might rain a little bit. We're just in the cone of uncertainty. Ah, uh, okay. right. I'll wait till it's yeah. And if this was a on. Dungeons and Dragons spell, the cone of uncertainty, you might you might get a critical <laughs> fail and not use it. Uh, voters just voted. We're not. We gonna, had an election. We did. Oh we did. man. Uh, but the only thing we're going to talk about is that they want to save Split Oak Forest. We can talk a little local elections, though, right? Well, I mean, locally, Val Demings won, and Anna Escamane well, won, and I just Stephanie said we don't Murphy talk politics, won. We still talk about it anyway. Huh? <laughs> we can talk local stuff. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Who Why else not? won? Uh, Anna Escamane. Yeah, and Stephanie Murphy and Val Demings. Uh-huh. My boss. Your boss. Mina. You still have a job. Unopposed. There was a writing. There candidate. was a writing. I wrote Chewbacca. Did you? No. Okay. Any any excuse to get on his good side? That's true. Yeah, I'm going to tell him later too that I voted for him. Okay. And I won't good. be a liar. Okay. Because he can detect lies. He can. Yeah. It's he his X Men power. Uh, and then yeah, he also split saved Oak. Split Oak Forest. He sure did. Which we've been following. Which I still don't understand. Because <laughs> what's what's that? What's the county to the south of us? Osceola. So it's really an Osceola County initiative. Kind of, but it's in Orange County. But where they're doing the construction on this Eventually preserve. will go. So it's a road they want to put through the bottom. They wanted to put the through the bottom of it. Yeah. There, there may still be a toll road that goes somewhere close to that. And they, it's just that portion. Because it's a preserve, they, they're like, we'll just shave off a section of this preserve and we'll yeah. buy more preserve land somewhere else. Yeah. Right? And then environmentalists were like, yeah, but where does that stop? Just don't shave off anything from the preserve and just leave it. True. And... Uh, it went to election and we voted. We're saying don't touch it. Don't touch it. And the other one passed as well. The save don't pollute Wakaiva, right? Yeah, which is great. And I don't know much about that. One. Like in the eighties, but the one with Split Oak is going to be interesting because I don't know if that means they're going to stop wanting to build a road. They just might figure out another way to do it. What is the what's the Wakaiva one? It was it was like don't pollute our water, basically. And, and, <laughs> right? I mean, it was something. Who's going to gonna pollute it? We don't know. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> well, everything from Pine Hills and like that's all in the watershed. That all flows into Wakaiva. Yeah. Yeah. So all those. Uh, well, like what we were talking about before, the the water pollution from the bomb makers. Oh, that's yeah. That's in that watershed. 
That yeah, all goes into Wakaiva. Yeah, I mean, eventually everything probably runs into the yeah. St. John's, right? Right. Well, Lake Eola, everything that goes from downtown Orlando eventually finds its way over to, like, the chain of lakes of Winter Park. Uh-huh. And then in the St. John's. Gross. Anyway, those passed resoundingly. Yeah, and I'm happy about it. Yeah. I still haven't been over there. I have. I heard it's a gay hiccup. Is it? Hookup place. What do you think everywhere is a gay hookup place? Well, well, everywhere is a gay <laughs> hookup place for you. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> when you got it. <laughs> flaunt it. Uh, City Hall, we already talked about that. Andrew Spear just painted an RBG tribute mural in Thornton Park. That's... Uh, Hip hop for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> this is on Justice Burton's? RBG. Yeah, on the side where they had there's a Billy Maines mural. Billy Maines, the dearly departed local journalist who I worked with at Orlando He's, Weekly. Is he on the right side of the building, left side of the building? He's on the western side <laughs> okay. of the building, and that is right next to where RBG is now. So, so did somebody just commission him to do that? Yes, get this. Okay. Patty Sheehan, Commissioner Patty Sheehan, yeah. and the Thornton Park Main Street District ah. paid for it, and some of the uh, the Main Street Board of Directors, and they got an awesome grant. So I don't know how much they paid for this mural, but that's awesome grant is a thousand dollars. Okay, so at, at least a thousand dollars, right? And then if you have all these other people, so is it another? It was, must have been like twenty five hundred bucks at least, I think. Uh, Main Streets, and not to call out Thornton Park, who I love, but we do stuff with. <laughs> But Main Streets have a, uh, it's part of their charter. Like, you can't get involved with political things. So would oh. you say painting RBG as a mural is is political in nature? I, don't, I mean, I guess you could make anything political. I mean, she's a, a woman who was on the Supreme Court. Yeah. And passed away. I mean, if, if, uh, if I don't, I mean. They did it on, it was finished on the day that her replacement was appointed. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm, I've. So I don't know Andrew Spear personally, but I follow him on Facebook. And he's a political person. He's a very political figure. Yeah. Uh, well, he 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 uh, he puts a lot of things up that are political. So I'm sure it wasn't all by accident. I'll say that. Uh, right. So it's just interesting to see like what some main streets can get away with. Because uh-huh. I, I I knew when my man was working for Main Street, he couldn't get get away with anything. No. And oh, they're tight. Fisted at the grindstone. I mean, if I put a portrait of Abraham Lincoln up there, is that political or not? I don't know. Anyway, let's go. We'll take we'll take a break. We'll talk to uh, our host here, Pascal Pasquale. Pasquale, and then we'll get back talking about news. All right, this is Brendan. I'm hanging out at the local with my buddy Pascal. Hello, College Park. I like to say Pasquale. That's fair. My Uncle Frankie said the same thing. Did he? Frankie. We like Frankie. That's right. All right. We're hanging out in your newfangled podcast set up here at the local. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah. So this is actually the new home of College Park Radio, Hyper Local Radio. We're very excited about that. And as part of College Park Radio's studio, we have a little podcast section as well. Three mics. People can just breeze in. Talk to you and just use it for free? Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's exactly right. So three mics, computer to record, and the ability to also simulcast it on College Park Radio or record it and broadcast later or take it with you. But it's here as it's here as uh, a resource for the community. I love that. And you'll show them all the levels are set up. You'll hook them up, get, get them started. And then if they bring like a USB stick or something, they can bring the files home. Correct. Thank you. Bring a USB stick, bring the files home, or from the machine here, they could just upload it to whatever their cloud okay. is 
So whichever they prefer. Oh, I like that. That's fancy. But yeah, they just they need to sign up, reserve the time. I'll get them set up. They can do their thing. Tell me a little bit more about this College Park Radio thing. So College Park Radio is an online-only hyper-local radio station. Okay. In College Park, of College Park, and for College Park. I love it. Yeah. And people can follow. I know there's a Facebook page. There is a Facebook page. Is there page. a website? There is a website. Well, there's a fledgling website. Uh-huh. Come back All often, and you'll see it grow okay. in, into its potential. But there is a website. That's where you would go to tune into College Park Radio. So it's just collegeparkradio.com. Okay. And then you click the button that says, listen now. Do that and boom. Fancy. You're listening Technology. to the radio. Yeah. We'll, we'll be sure to uh, share it on bungalore.com as soon as we get home. I love it. I'm, I'll look into it more so we can share awesome. it with all Awesome. And people. we are in the process of beginning to beginning to find find uh, some hosts for it. Okay. So we're looking for we're looking for local hosts that want to do either talk shows or music shows. Okay. Just be interesting. Refrain from cursing and being dirty and we'd love to put you okay. on the radio and try it out. We'll share the information on bungalore.com so people can know who to reach out to. I'll yeah. share the, your contact information yes. so they yep. can find you. We're almost out of time, buddy. Tell people what they should can, what they can expect from this beautiful little watering hole you took over not too long ago. We, pledged, we recorded here before. Yes. Yes, we pledge to be safe, fun, and here for you. I love it. Great food. We'll share some pictures on our gram. Thanks so much for hosting us. Pasquale uh, it's always, my pleasure. Always great to see you. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Celebrate Native American Heritage Month with music by the Red Hawk Native American Arts Council. Native American Music is a virtual event on November 10th that's recommended for the whole family. Sign up now for the Curtis Earth Trivia Fundraiser on November 13th. You'll have a blast while supporting the important work of the Friends of the Orange County Library System. Visit OCLSFriends.info slash events for more information. You might not know that the library has a social worker. We do, and he's once again taking in-person appointments. He can help you with a variety of needs, including re-employment opportunities and more. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. The Festival of Trees is back for its 34th year and advanced tickets are already on sale. This year's event will take place from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. November 12th to the 29th, with the exception of Mondays and Thanksgiving Day. During this time, the Orlando Museum of Art will be transformed into a holiday wonderland filled with glitter and holiday cheer. This year's theme is Joy to the World, celebrating a season of joy. Selected by the Council of 101 to focus on adding a little joy during the holiday season. But while the fun will be what Central Floridians have come to expect from the beloved event, the Council of 101 has scaled down the event this year and made some changes to ensure a safe and fun event for all. Tickets will be managed through reserved admissions due to limited capacity. Advanced ticket purchases are strongly encouraged. 
For those who can't make it out, organizers have enhanced the virtual experiences, offering online tours of the festival, virtual events, and even the opportunity to purchase a tree online. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit councilof101.org. That's councilof101.org. This is Brendan O'Connor, and I'm here with Derek Janney from Janney Roofing. Hey, guys. Janney Roofing is a family-founded and family-operated company built on the principles of honesty, quality, integrity, and generosity. Our family has long been a part of the cultural fabric of Orlando, and we've done extensive work with local churches and nonprofit organizations. We are Orlando roofers who take as much pride in our work as we do our last name. Today, I make the following promise to you. When you choose Jenny Roofing for your roofing needs, I'll personally guarantee your 100% satisfaction and see to it that all of your expectations are met and exceeded. If you're anything but overjoyed with our service, contact me and I'll make it right. Every roof represents a family and we know the value of family. That's why our passion is keeping Central Florida covered. We can't wait to work together and I'm sure you're excited to work with the last roofing contractor you'll ever need. Thanks for choosing us. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustecker. And I wouldn't think twice before eating your frozen butt if we crashed an airplane in the mountains. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalow.com. Is that an Alive reference? <laughs> yes. Are you watching the movie Alive? <laughs> you wouldn't eat my movie. butt? I need it. I need it. I'm indiscriminate. You know, like. Well, wait a minute. What are we talking I'm about? I'm starving. <laughs> if we're frozen. I'm talking about cannibals. Oh, oh. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, that too. For crash, <laughs> you're hanging out still over at the local in College Park. I am full of burger. Oh yeah, what was that? Yeah, what and his it? name was Burger. <laughs> burger buns. We had, uh, we had a beer cheeseburger. Beer cheeseburger, which was really, really, really good. Mostly Velveeta. Like it was fine. Crazy. Call it whatever. I don't know if it was Velveeta, but it was really good. And now they just brought over some deep fried cheesecake. Yeah, they did. But we had tater tots and burgers, and I, my wife who. Is here she got a beyond burger uh, and you got a chicken which is not real meat it's not it's it's beyond beyond meat (laughs) space meat space meat that's they should launch a movie i start in to pay for college (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah if if you're looking for a burger and a beer come here to the local it's super good and if you like what you hear on our radio show Go to bungalower.com. You can read all about right it. Now. And also follow Brandon on social media. You can subscribe to our newsletter. You can get all this information sent straight to your inbox. You don't ah. miss anything. We got keychains that unlock deals. Why haven't you gone to bungalower.com yet? What are we well, talking they're about? listening to the show right now. Okay. They're listeners, not readers. That's <laughs> why we do this. Uh, you got election signs in your ear? I do. Still, yeah. Huh? Well, it's not do? over yet. We're, we're, it's Wednesday right now. So who knows? I don't like to tell people we're pre-recording. Why? Why? I don't know. They're, I want them to think we're think live they, on the radio. You think they don't understand that we record this? Yeah, yeah. You think our new. listeners are stupid, <laughs> Brendan? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You heard it from Brendan. I know. I didn't mean it. Let me all. Uh, yeah. So it's still happening right now. But when it's over, what are you going to do with your election signs? Uh, Cut them up I'm and make gonna, them into things? I'm going to light them on fire like I do every year. 
Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw them in the street like I do every year. Uh, uh, yeah, a little. They make great Frisbees. Uh-huh. They'll cut somebody, though, if they get hit by Yeah, them. you just put them by the side of the road at, like, busy intersections. <laughs> so, no, like, John Young and Silver Star, just throw yeah. it there. I like to draw funny uh, funny messages on uh, the other side. What are you going to do with them, Brendan? I'm going to recycle them. All right. Because there's a group. They're recycling. It was really Winter Park's uh, sustainability it's program. It's about time. But the city of Orlando's doing it, too. Good. I wouldn't really call it recycling. You think they're just going to throw them away? They make them into fuel. All right. And then they're selling them to Let's recycling, a right? cement factory. All right. I mean, so they're going to burn them. Okay. So I, that, I don't think that's recycling. You think it's just... Because there's an end to it. You it, think it's just burning them? Yeah. I can burn them in my backyard. <laughs> 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 you said to, I can do, make some barbecue. Is that recycling? We no. can make a giant bonfire, you and I. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I we mean, could. if we just get everybody's signs... Let me run this by you. All right. Speaking of bonfires. Okay. So New Year's coming up. We keep thinking of weird, wonderful events that we yeah. can do. You want to you wanna sacrifice Scotty to the gods of Orlando. I want to have an event called Dumpster Fire 2020. And okay. we literally get a dumpster and we burn pallets. And then people can write down like things that were just awful. Throw it in the dumpster fire. Can they throw things in the dumpster if they don't? I want? think so too. Okay. If it's not like toxic, yeah, like it has to be pre-approved True. or something. Like we need to pre-approve your sacrifice or something. <laughs> and then, but everybody needs to come in like apocalypse gear. Okay, and then we just dance and have fun around I love the dumpster it. fire. So, so you need to get a dumpster, uh huh, and that a you fire can light permit, on fire, and a fire permit. True, uh huh, uh-huh. true. And do a it in the county the rules are a little different in the county, right? Do it in Bithlow. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you could get it on private property. Right. Then you don't got to maybe worry about it as much. I think you still have to get a fire Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. But maybe not because they're they're unincorporated county. So, I mean, would you have to get a dumpster, like, rented to you or would... Donate I, mean, it I know I know some people that just have. Are they going to let you dumpsters. just burn it though? Not if you're renting it. If you're renting it, no. But I think I could get like a secondhand dumpster. I think we saw a secondhand dumpster on the Orlando Classifieds <laughs> no, on Facebook. You, no, you did it. It was a thousand dollars. Oh, there we go. That's yeah, an this investment. I wanted I need to get to rid of it, and people were like, "You want us to pay you?" To get rid of your dump? I need it. Yeah, well, there I you go. I need his dumpster. There you go. That's pretty. Is it big, though? Yeah. So I need to get, like, a, a You'd big have to get a truck, like a or big truck. Or, like, yeah. you have a giant truck. We not, this, not this big. Right. Uh, Leanne's yelling at me out to get a roll-off. I don't know what that is, work. but it, it's a big truck, yeah. I think. She's so butch. She knows <laughs> things. Uh, well, let's do that. Okay. And then we'll burn it. election signs. I love it. Four Rivers is not renewing their lease at City Hall. Did they we talk about that last? Yet. No, we briefly mentioned okay. it. Because uh, the City Hall has been closed. Deal. City Hall has been closed since March. And as such, the restaurant was not allowed to reopen because they're a tenant of City Hall. You think they were doing good down there anyway or not? Yeah. Yeah? It was always busy for lunch. They were only open so then for why lunch. not just wait it out? I just don't think it's what their focus. I don't think it's worth it. They've had to be... They were... They're, Lease was scheduled to run out on the 31st of October of October. And so they were like, you know, what? we don't know when this is ending. The city hall is so close to the public. They don't know when it's reopening. But they put three hundred thousand dollars into it. Three hundred thousand dollars worth of renovations in that space. Do you remember what it was before? It was, it was a diner or something, right? Yeah, like right? a little greasy I don't spoon remember. Okay. cafeteria. I don't, I don't really remember it. It was well, it was it was basically a closet like the. It looks like they put three hundred thousand dollars <laughs> worth of renovations in there, and they're not sure what's going to replace it. They're not even like 
entertaining the idea of what to put in there I'm until sure the city hall. Yeah, I was going to say most places probably don't want to make that leap until things are a little more back to normal. I guess, but like it's got a kitchen in there. You could at least do commissary kitchen or yeah. something. Yeah, make some money. Yeah, come on, city hall. Well, I mean, but you you also got to find a business that's willing to take it over. I think I think they could be renting out the kitchen as a commissary. Right? Okay. Why sit on it, you know? And if they don't care about money, then make that money go into, like, an after-school program or something. Sure. Care. Do something with it. I hate to see, like, things not activated. Drives me crazy. Yeah. Like the blue police box that the city won't let me use in Lake Eola Park. I know. I know you want to get in that blue police box. I want in there so bad. Maybe man. you should chain yourself to it. <laughs> Mate, hunger strike. Hunger strike. Okay. I'm just over Or it. maybe the opposite of a hunger strike. I think <laughs> their answers of like, ah, oh, we're just waiting to see, you know. till you die. <laughs> how, how this Lake Eola master plan goes and we don't want to invest anything in it. And I'm like, dude, I will literally renovate this myself. Like, you don't need to do anything. It's just sitting here so people can pee on it. Uh-huh. Like, let's make it into something. I agree. It should be something. Yeah. Maybe not long term. Maybe they might have a no, plan one day. Make it into my office. I don't care. Like, yeah. I will it could be like an art project. Watch Brendan work. Watch Brendan work. Bungalore. Got to mm-hmm. ask Bungalore questions. Come uh-huh. up. Slide. You know, we'll talk to you through a little <laughs> PA system that I just bought for karaoke. I love that. Maybe in the meantime, you can set up in one of those restrooms in Lake Eola <laughs> and work out of there. I don't do that anymore. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I got through college and that's it. No yeah, more that's what Taffy. That's for what me. Taffy was doing. Yeah. You know, you don't, you can't do that in your forties, <laughs> and I'm almost there. Winter Park's Henderson Hotel is moving forward. Have you been Where's following that? this? No. This is that property behind, like Hillstone, behind Trader Joe's. Oh, there's a hotel going there. They're, yeah, they're knocking down all these homes and things. They've already kind of knocked it down, and it's going to be a 132 room hotel, five really? story, right up to the lake. Wow, Lake Killarney. It's already no, a no, pain not to Lake park Killarney. over there. Yeah, Lake Killarney. You get over there. Parking, I'll have a little parking garage. That's crazy. Yeah, but worth it. Guess who's behind it? Who? Adam Wonis. Who's that? The guy that knocked down all those homes in the Milk District. Oh. And then he built his Wonis homes, okay. which is why for a while we kept saying that house has been Wonis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's those duplex ones that have, they have like the snouts on the front. Uh huh. It looks like a pig, kind of. Nice guy. I actually I hung out at a magic game with a bunch of people from his, from his company, Atrium uh, Management. Okay. Nice guys. So they're building a hotel there. Building a hotel. I with, need to go look at that. With Eric Holm. Of, he's a Golden Corral franchisee. Oh, so it's wow. Adam Wonis. Well, all those Golden are Corral. going out of business because nobody's going to buffets anymore. Now he wants a hotel. Maybe there'll be some chocolate fountains in there like they had at Golden Corral. If you eat at Golden Corral, you make a chocolate <laughs> fountain not too long after. That's a poop joke. <laughs> Rim shot. <laughs> Uh, there's a new library event center, right? In Winter, Winter Park? Park. Yeah, they put like a cross beam or something on, right? Topped it out, they call it. Yes. Top out the construction. The skeleton is done. Still got a long way to go. A long way to go. And did you, f- so it's designed by Sir David Ajay. Uh, Famous. Ajay. Ajay. It's like a $45 Ajay. million dollar project, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. It is a lot. And a lot of people don't like it. Too late. Winter Park. <laughs> yeah. Well, too not late. too late because they're still. Man, well, uh, every you, Winter Park forum is like, ah, oh, that. Well, well they're not going to just stop making it now. Nobody wants an event center. It's, it's you know what? They're going to all love it when it actually opens. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Thank, thank God this is here. I hope so. But 
not not to throw some shade at Sir David Ajay, Ajayi. This is the architect behind the Smithsonian's uh, National Museum of African American. Yeah, Museum. that's a huge deal. Huge to have something deal. like that here in Orlando, but Central Florida. He designed his firm, at least, designed a home for Brad Pitt's Make It Right Foundation in New Orleans. All right, like after Hurricane Katrina, Brad Pitt teamed up with all these world class architects, and they built these beautiful homes inspired by uh, New Orleans shotgun houses. And a bunch of them now have just been deemed like unfit to live in. Oh, really? One of them is Sir David Atche's project. Oh, wow! And they, it's going to get demolished. Huh? So you know, hopefully he does a better job on yeah. this. I'm, I'm sure they will for forty. I'm some sure they will dollars. here in, in Winter Park. Because I'll tell you what, Winter Parkers will let you know. Yeah, they will uh, on their forums apparently. <laughs> Okoe, there's that Okoe exhibit over at uh, the History Okoe Massacre Center? exhibit. Yeah. Have you been or not? I haven't yet. I haven't either. I, mean, I really I know want to the go. story. I've researched it. We wrote about it, man, years and years it's ago. Hundred, this is the hundred year anniversary of that, and they've done some amazing, amazing work. I know it was. This was what they've kind of been working on through the pandemic was leading up to this because uh, there's a lot of different stories about what went down. You know, some people say July Perry, the man who was lynched uh, by a mob for for trying to vote, uh, right? Yeah. Trying to vote. What was that? November November second, nineteen twenty. Yep. Uh, and it was his right to vote. And then it, he was reportedly turned away because he hadn't paid the one dollar uh, tax that you had your voting registration tax, uh-huh. which you know voter suppression still happening today, right? Maybe not necessarily if you're a person of color, but it is for people if you're in prison. You Certain have to pay people. a tax, yeah. right? You have to settle up before you can vote. Vulnerable suppression, uh, but the people are saying he came back with a gun, and then other people say he didn't. He just came back and just insisted on voting. But subsequently, it led to uh, people chasing him down to his friend's house, which was July and then Perry's. afterwards. Essentially, all black people in Okoe were driven out were of town. Loud, were, yeah, taken out, or, or they left town, never to return until no. the late seventies, early eighties. And July Perry was was hung from a telephone pole downtown, and then moved to somewhere over, over by near the, the country, country club. club. Yeah, over off of OBT and Colonial. Gross. Yeah, dragged out of a jail cell. Uh huh. Can you imagine? No. Led by a mob that later the guy later became a police chief. Yeah. <laughs> Just. And so it's important local history, and it's it's important for people to go visit this and be confronted with this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, for a long time, it was known, but people didn't really talk about it. And then there was a lot of discrepancy about, well, how many people died that day? And and, and a lot of people yeah. denied it, at least out in a Koei. But to people this day. Did, but they did, you know, to this day, people, black families would tell their kids, don't go to a Koei. Yeah, don't go to a Koei. Don't go to a Koei, especially everybody over and, in Winter Garden now, around a Koei. I mean, now there, there, are, there are a lot, there is a large percentage of, of black people that live in a yeah. Koei. It's tough because I, I know for a long time families from a Koei just didn't want to talk about it, especially white ones. Yeah, you of know? course. And then, like... Those are families that probably had families that were part of it as well, and they were and there were whether, black whether families. they're whether like specifically part of it or even tangentially. I mean, they they could have been oh, so tough. Yeah, and there's people you know there's descendants of these. This wasn't long ago. No, I mean it was a hundred years ago. Happened. But I mean that's your grandma's. Yeah, who you know, you'll remember hearing yeah. those stories of like, oh yeah, your grandpa got lynched over there. Yeah. you know, like there's a lynching memorial specifically and, in tribute to July Perry. 
over in the Heritage Square in front yeah. of in front of the museum, which I think took some time probably to get. Yeah, yeah. So it's tough. I just know I don't know what they really have in a Koei. feelings and different facts, and I know the history centers. I get lots of calls. It's finally getting told. By all the news stations. I mean, I know Steve Hudak, who works at the Orlando Sentinel. He wrote a Hudak. giant story in Sunday's paper about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really getting the coverage Good. it deserves. Orlando Weekly wrote about it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're reading that. Orlando Farmer's Market returns this Sunday. It sure does. You going to mm-hmm. go? Uh, I don't really need anything. No. <laughs> you good? <laughs> yeah. And they're All not right. doing the mimosa garden, so why go? You know? <laughs> Everything's going to be spaced out. They're going to space out all their vendors. They have, no beer they have and wine. Space there. I mean, they don't have to all do it right there where they normally do. You can go all over the park. Uh, I think they're limited to certain areas because it's like a lease. It's not really run by the city. They lease out yeah, to a third party. They could change that. They could work with them. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if that opening up allows people to be doing special event permits now uh-huh. because part of the reason the farmer's market wasn't happening was because the city wasn't issuing special event permits. Oh. Right? And so I wonder if now they're opening up special event permits for people, especially in the parks. But that's happening this Sunday. You can go check it out. You have to wear a mask and they've shaved off an hour uh, from operating. It's 10, to 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. And that's going to be for the foreseeable future. We have some events. We do some events. Yeah, what's happening? We're doing okay on time. Guys, it's crazy. I don't know why we have time all of a sudden. NZN is screening Mad Max Fury Road at Ace Cafe Friday night. Tonight. If you're, if you're listening, go check it out right now. What time does it start? 7 o'clock. Oh, you missed it. <laughs> you missed it. So let's go to the <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. If you haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road, just like it is all action for two yeah. hours. Charlie's. Their own drives big trucks in uh-huh. a desert for two hours straight. Yeah, it's like ice road truckers, but it's like apocalyptic. There is never a break in truckers. that movie. It is all adrenaline. It's a lot. It's good though. I like people it. like spray painting their mouths and going a little crazy. I like it. I like that movie. Uh, Grovember Fall Plant Sale is taking place at Mead Gardens on Saturday. What is that? They're gonna have plant. It's like Lou Gardens plant sale, but at Mead Gardens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so more parking. Nice. <laughs> is it going to be as big as the one in Lou Gardens? No, but they'll have a lot of vendors. They usually kind of air on more native plants. Oh, good. But they have some exotic things there, too. Okay. And that's going to take place from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I saw an emu today. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Where? Uh, I was out at the Orange County Sheriff's Office barn. And okay. There was an emu. What do you mean? Wandering around. Do they own it? No, the, the farm next door had some emus. It's like what they make, like, if you're a... If you're a new police officer, you don't get the horse. You have to ride an Yeah, you got to ride the emu. Like Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get got, on the emu, rookie. They'll slice you open. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll gut you. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was on the loose, but they caught it and got it back. Emu it. on the loose. Yeah. I want to write that children's book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Ah, I you, on you said goose. exotic, and I thought exotic animals, so saw an emu. Saw a chicken. Uh, Florida Cannabis Festival is taking place. That's also Saturday. It's a free Where is one. that at? I'm going to tell you. Redikers. <laughs> do I need to chill out? Do I need to go to the Cannabis Festival? You, yeah, I think you do need to chill out. What can I do there? You'll take workshops. It's family friendly. 
leashed right. pet friendly. Oh. So keep your emus and cassowaries on a leash. <laughs> Live music, vendors, food. I'm not sure if it's edibles and more. That's 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. at Redigers. Again, that's, totally free. That's crazy. They're having a cannabis festival. And there's a guy in the back at Redigers. He like lives in a little mushroom. Have oh, he's that? he's growing cannabis, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. At least mushrooms. <laughs> and he's got like dirty smut paintings of all the people he slept with. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Are you just making this up? Or? <laughs> we walked in. It was like a Redinger's flea market. And I saw this giant mushroom house so i obviously went in right i was like what is this are you sure you're at or my or just- <laughs> it was Radigers. or maybe i went to fairyland it's a little crazy out lake county and there was this like skinny guy you know not unattractive was just hanging out in there and he just saw me admiring all these paintings that <laughs> were like want to be a painting on my wall like, brendan kind of the vibe i got and he was like that was a lover, you know. He was wonderful. <laughs> he just couldn't live the mushroom lifestyle, and, had to, and then I saw this other guy, and he was, oh yeah, yeah another lover. And have like, you ever called somebody your lover? No, no, me neither. No, my wife I doesn't have, like that term. I did once because I was like, I've taken a lover, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. like a tongue in cheek, like I have uh-huh. taken a lover. Yeah, but you would never introduce somebody as your lover. As my lover? No, I'd say this is my side piece. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is, right? Are you yeah. saying like in the? Or I just don't know. Instead of a partner, I don't even like to say partner. You don't like that either. No, no. no. Well, no I have a wife, so I say my wife. Yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's privilege is what you got right it's there. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you could have a wife. Nobody's stopping you. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> not Nick. That's true. <laughs> you want to marry somebody? Couple broken hearts out there, you know. <laughs> Shout out to Desiree and Zimbabwe. It could have worked out. It uh-huh. didn't. Uh, Saturday matinee classics. They're playing Spartacus over at Enzian Theater. Have you seen that? The old I have, and it's long. It's like three hours. It is. Kirk Douglas is in it. Eleven a.m. to two p.m. Yeah, Kirk Douglas playing the rebellious Thracian. Sorry, he says Spartacus. I am Spartacus. Somebody else says I am Spartacus. And all his friends are like, "No, I am," because they didn't. Cause they didn't want him to just get yeah nailed up on the cross. Yeah. Know, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> College Park is hosting their Spark event. It's a free street party along Edgewater Drive, socially distanced. I'll probably be there for that. That should be fun. Just yeah. go up and down the, the drive and you know hang out. And then the last event before we go, Big Potato Foundation and Apopka, which is a bunch of weird misfit toy people uh, who love puppets and okay. kite makers and stuff. They own the old Apopka train station. If you want to go fly a kite or, I do. or check out their new community garden, I might. you can stick around for their open mic, which is going to be hosted by the puppets, Otis the Otter, and Whoopsie at the old Apopka train station. I got to say, Brendan, <laughs> the cannabis festival is not too far from that. Those might go hand in hand. I think on the way home. Or there. I mean, the well, ca- no, on the way oh, home. Oh, yeah. Way home. Yeah. Use, use Otis the Otter is your after party. <laughs> and actually, real radio listeners might recall that Otis the Otter is sometimes on the Sunday coming down. Oh, uh, I had jam. no idea Otis was so famous. He hangs out with them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> and that's it. That's I'll all be sure to get Otis's autograph if I make it out there. Well, he doesn't have thumbs, so oh. it's hard for that. You just stamp his foot down. Well, Brendan, uh, we got to thank the local here in College Park Thanks for hosting the local. us tonight. We're going to be checking out and writing about the College Park Radio for sure. Sure, online digital radio for I love hyper local stuff. I do too. That's fun. And uh, I'm gonna eat some of that fried cheesecake. I'm gonna see you next week. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>